What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Think Big Podcast. I'm your host, Ayelet Polonsky, also known as your manifestation mentor. This podcast is designed to help you create a manifestation mindset by learning how to think big. You'll learn how to use your thoughts to co-create your reality. Let's get into today's episode. Have you ever been asked to describe yourself as either introvert or extrovert, serious or playful, courageous or cautious, spontaneous or planner? If you're anything like me, you've probably had a hard time answering this question because I like to think of myself as all of these things at different points in time. Sometimes I'm outgoing and I want to go party. And sometimes I'm introvert and I want nothing to do with the world. And I just want to sit on my couch with a good cup of tea and a good book. Internal Family Systems psychologist Richard Schwartz says that within all of us is a complex family of personalities, which he calls parts. These parts are the reasons that we can simultaneously have so many contradictory and confusing needs. I'll give you an example. When I was single, before I met my husband, I'd go to my friend's weddings and I would experience the most elated feelings of love and connection and happiness and just really being happy for my friend. And at the same time, another part of me would feel jealous, would feel insecure, would feel sad that I didn't meet my husband yet. And I held both of these seemingly opposite parts at the same time. The oracle of Delphi's admonition to know thyself should really be know thyselves, <laughs> know thy parts. <laughs> Your parts can sometimes have you feeling like a social butterfly talking up a storm with the entire room while the next day you talk yourself out of leaving the house due to social anxiety. What people often do when they experience a part of themselves that they don't like very much is they feel shame, right? What's wrong with me? Why would I stay home? I'm such a loser, right? And we start talking down at that part. Or we think, how could you talk to your boss like that? Or why did you yell at your mother like that? Or how could you treat your father like that? You know better than to disrespect these people. And then you get hard on yourself for doing it. That inner self-talk of self-hate is no recipe for love and compassion and healing and growth. Right? In order to think big and think outside the box, we must become familiar with these parts so that we can start the process of integrating them, loving them, sending them compassion, and learning how to meet the needs of those parts. Because when those parts of shame or vulnerability or fear start to act out in ways that we're not so proud of, it means that they have an unmet need, right? If we treat our minds like garbage cans, 
how can we expect to invite into our lives a partner who treats us like kings or queens? The right ingredient to manifest love is to start by holding space and taking responsibility for your many parts. It's a process of radical acceptance. There is nothing wrong with you for being upbeat one day and moody the next day. You're simply a human being, have a very, having a very human experience. The wrong thing to do is to have those negative feelings and beat yourself up for it. More often than not, your negative parts hang around longer than necessary because you're not giving them the attention and acknowledgement they need. And when I say negative parts, there are no bad parts. What I mean are the parts that are causing you pain emotionally. So before telling those painful feelings that they're not wanted, simply be with them. What do we all want at the end of the day more than anything? We want to feel seen and heard. It's what cultivates connection. So if we're shoving those parts that we're ashamed of into a basement called exile and we're suppressing them and repressing them, it doesn't mean they're going away. It just means that they're acting out in our blind spots and they're causing things to manifest in our lives in ways that are less than desirable. And we're not even conscious or aware that it's happening because those parts live in our blind spots. I used to teach third graders at a Jewish afterschool program. Imagine a child wanting to sit at a desk for another two hours after a full day of school, right? Said no eight-year-old ever. (laughs) Anyways, I had this one boy in my class, Josh, who was the class clown. When he would act out, the entire room became uncontrollable. Everyone would burst out laughing. And I, as the teacher, felt pretty powerless at times. I used to threaten that if he kept it up, I'd send him to the office or that he wouldn't get to do the fun activities with his classmates. That didn't work very well. It just riled him up even more. It it gave him attention, even if it was negative attention. And that's what he was craving, right? So after a while, I realized that I had to change my approach. So I said, Joshi, why don't you come and sit next to me while I teach today's lesson? He smiled so big, pulled up a chair, and he reveled in that special attention. I thought to myself in that moment, wow, Ayala, you found the key to handling difficult people and difficult emotions. Josh represented one part of a whole classroom, and he was the difficult emotion that needed some attention, needed some love, really was craving to feel seen and heard. If your parts are going unattended to, you might find yourself looking for escapes to fill the void, such as drugs, shopping, pornography, diets, exercises, fatty or sugary foods. Our society offers a bucket list of ways to quote unquote, make you happy. But these are all really poor substitutes for what you're really craving, which is human connection. Another kind of happiness exists that you can experience whether you're in a relationship or not. It comes from the sense of connection that happens when all of your parts love one another and are accepted by your higher self, by you. 
when I get reactive or I express frustration towards my husband, let's say, I no longer beat myself up for it. I check in with the part of me that is looking for connection. And then me, myself, and I send love to that part. I ask that part, what do you need from me right now? What's going on? I'm here for you. More often than not, this leads to my ability to take responsibility for my behavior and come back and apologize to my husband sooner than later. We all have parts. It's how we were created. And the first step towards healing and manifesting the life you want and a life that you love and your ability to think big is to first fall in love with you, all of you, all your parts. As Shakespeare used to say, one man in his time plays many parts. That couldn't be truer than true. For a deeper understanding of your parts and how they work, I really recommend you check out the computer animated film, Inside Out. If you enjoyed this episode and would like more manifestation inspiration, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on an episode. What you get out of this show means the world to me. So I invite you to leave an honest review. If you want more, you can follow me on social media at Ayelet Polonsky. I also have a number of virtual courses to offer if you're ready to take this material to the next level and start embodying a manifestation mindset. I teach you how to heal past trauma, experience the most joy out of life, and rewrite your future so you can feel good more often. Simply head on over to ayeletpolonsky.com for a variety of resources you can start taking advantage of immediately. See you next week. And as always, think big and happy manifesting.